It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 124. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, The Feast Season 7 is ending soon. We'll watch the Patch 4.3 trailer. Letter from the Producer Live 44 Part 2 was here. The Patch 4.3 site has been updated. We'll talk about new quality of life updates from the developer's blog. We have fan mail. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Yo, yo. What's up? Yo. Another week has gone by. Another week <laughs> has gone by. The day a, in the life of Final Fantasy XIV. A week, a week closer to patch 4.3, though. Oh, my gosh. I need it. Mm. I need it, Yelta. Uh, I did some stuff in game. I I had a request. Uh, our good listener and friend, Mithrin Scarlet. What's up, dude? Uh, asked... Ruby, you talk about triple triad, but where 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 are the links? Where are all the stuff you use to do the triple triad? And for me, triple triad's kind of like a hot and cold thing. It's just whatever the mood is. I guess like you and Chocobo breeding, mm-hmm. Yelta. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I uh, I decided, yeah, I'm gonna do the tournament this time. I'm gonna get in there and do it. And I went ahead and streamed it. As a matter of fact, I was just like, fuck it. I'm going to stream this and let's see what happens. I didn't play that good. I usually do a lot better. I usually do like 18-2-0 or 18-1-1 or 19. I think I ran. I think I did like 15-3-2 or something. It was terrible. But the the whole point was not a how-to because I'm. you probably don't want a how-to from me exactly. I'm sitting here like telling people what I should be doing and doing the wrong moves in in <laughs> – in the stream, but uh, it 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 got me to name some things that I do subconsciously while I play Triple Triad, like some soft rules I go by, like not exposing too many cards or uh, with chaos and order rule sets to just take their card, no holds barred. Uh, so it was fun. I, it, I'd spent about 30 minutes on stream. I got, just went through the tournament, how you get into it or whatever else. And, uh, I, I think I'm going to do it again, Yelta. I think with oh, the cool. next, the next tournament, I'll do another one. Uh, I might do some more triple tried videos. I just really like triple triad. I like it outside of the game. Uh, I think it's just a fun game in general. I liked it at FanFest. I really, really hope at FanFest they give us more triple triad cards. That would be cool. Yeah. I may bring the, the ones that they had from the last one and, and see if they'll add to the collection. So if you're listening, any of you reps, please bring triple triad back to, to FanFest. That, that was amazing. I think it's the least complicated of the Final Fantasy card games. Um, I haven't played the trading card game that's that's new, although I've heard good things. I don't like Final Fantasy IX's card game. I think it's overly complicated. The board's too big. It's got too many too many numbers and letters. There's numbers and mm-hmm. letters, and I'm not yeah. a fan. I like I like one through nine and A. Well, a game within a game, I think, shouldn't be super super duper deep and involved it should be simple mm-hmm. fun get in get out collect them all agreed and i like the collect them all aspect as well because you can do triple triad uh different ways you can play the card game you can collect you can try to beat all the opponents so it's almost a game within a game and you you can set your own goal uh so anyway uh, the gist wasn't like 
Ruby make a video. It was just tell us what website. So here's here's a shout out at the beginning. It's uh, www.ffxivtriad.com. I use them. It's got a cool layout. I don't mind uh, uh, using their stuff to uh, find out where my NPCs are located and all that. Although now there's all those cool things like the star uh, and all those ways that you can see yeah. which NPCs you've played and, and haven't gotten the cards. And now when you load up the screen, it'll tell you what how many which cards you're missing at the bottom from them. So a lot of, a lot of good quality of life stuff with Triple Triad. It's fun to play. So anyway, uh, Triple Triad, that was kind of like the big thing I did in 14 this week, other than checking my guys and all that little stuff. I really have been focusing a lot of my time on beating Final Fantasy XII before the patch. So I've got a week from today, and I am in um, Ritterana, Pharos, the, the lighthouse, so I'm right there. Um, no spoilers. I'm not sure if this is the last dungeon or not, but it sure as hell feels like it because this sucker is long. I told Yelta before we started recording, this was like two hours before, hey, I'm going to try to run through this real quick so I have something to talk about on the podcast to Final Fantasy XII related. And dude, I got a third of the way in there. There's three tiers. It's like first something, second, third, and you have to do all this crazy shit, and I'm like killing green flamed monster to open up bridges but if you kill red flame ones it destroys the bridge and then there's hidden doors and walls you got to break down i'm like oh my god i ran in circles looking for the way to get this one chest forever and i'm like i I don't have time for this i'm getting sick so uh, i had i had to pause when i got to the second thing but if you follow me on twitter i've been posting a lot of screenshots because i think it might be cool to compare the lore stuff like what what is Yoshida going to rip off from 12 this time? <laughs> What's actually going to be in the 24-man raid from this? And we're going to watch the trailer. I'm excited about that. But uh, I saw things in the trailer that's not necessarily – at least not where I'm at – in the Pharos, uh, like different bosses. Uh, but – I think the uh, I think the soul of it's going to be there. I'm just interested to know, like, am I going to have to pick up black orbs and put them into this thing? Am I going to have to lower these bridges, or is it just going to be aesthetic wise? And I'm also interested in seeing some of these Final Fantasy XII main characters and understanding the backstory of why Ash is going to the Sun Crest and how much of that is going to really be in the 24 man uh, raid lore. So. There we go. Uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, I have it beat this week. So follow me on Twitter if you want to see some lore. I put a tweet up today, Yelta. It said early access, and it was a picture. I saw of that. I think I liked that. And I'm like, <laughs> for a second, I'm like, what? Did he get something leaked? <laughs> then I'm like, oh, no. He's just at the Pharos. I'm not one of those real gamers. I'm one of those paid people that got an early access. Oh, wait. That's something different. <laughs> there was something on Twitch today about that stuff. You know, I'm a, big, I'm a big Twitch guy, and there was something out there about about real gamers don't get the early access codes from developers so they can play the stuff on Twitch a day early. Real gamers wait and pay for it with their own money. Clearly, that person did not get a code. Some, and they Someone's were, bitter. <laughs> they were bit. They're so bitter they deleted their tweet after, but, you know. <laughs> A day in the life of uh, of Twitch, right? Mm. Uh, but that's really all I did this week. Uh, really just focused on 12 and the triple triad stuff and just cultivating my hunger for the patch that's coming up. So what'd you do? I uh, I, I logged in oh, really only a couple times this week. Uh, but I, I did, you know, I did some Beastman dailies. I, uh, I went in with Ulf and he gave me his tank cue. And helped me get to 65 bars. Yeah. So I did the job quest for that. 
I don't know what I did wrong, but I failed it the first time. But you got to shoot I, I arrows. Well, no, you have, you you have other abilities, right? You have other abilities, and there's ads, and yeah, you have to push a. Uh, you have to take a. Um, not as soon. I don't remember the one the one the bard has, but like one of the NPCs keeps getting poisoned or whatever, and you have to like hit the button and get that off of him. And I don't know. It was a. Uh, it was all right. Um, so six M sixty five bard, I think, and machinist. Now they're about to, I'm trying to keep them the same. Right, so I can share the same gear set. Smart is is my idea. That's my plan anyway. I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm down to melee DPS, but but so far, Bard Machinist. I'm still not very good at either one, but whatever. <laughs> no one's yelled at me yet. What's wrong with your damage, Yelta? Or what the hell didn't you do? Do people yell at the ranged? Usually, um, I, not a whole lot. I think if somebody's like parsing, and they notice that you're doing like you know, a hundred DPS or something, occasionally someone will say something. Not in, not in. Oh, why is your DPS only two thirty three? It's it's they usually more subtle than that. They start with things are dying really slow. I haven't heard that yet. Even though I was maybe counting numbers really fast and my numbers were lower than the other damage dealers but it wasn't doing like half or anything and i was like the only one not level capped for the dungeon so i didn't feel right so i I feel like everybody like if i'm the only one who's a you know a level low i'm a level lower than the cap and i don't even have a full set of gear so what do you expect but uh, i try to keep my weapon uh up to date when you run everything on twice as much because I'm doing all I'm getting all the all the aiming gear. My I get I gear up pretty fast. So I don't like I'm not like running around in level thirty rings or something. I don't know. I heard some horror stories this last week about people who must have been just picking up a job. They probably sold all the gear. They probably hit uh recommended gear and queued up and they had like on it was like a dark night with like a, a, a casting cowl of some sort. It let him put it, I don't know, one of those earlier ones. Just just like a whole, you know, whole wrong set of gear. Usually only, I've done that before too, where you're like, oh, I'll just pop under this and queue in. And it's like, oh, well, I had a monk weapon, but I didn't have any striking gear. So, yeah, it it does happen. Most of the time the groups are like, oh, well, let's just get through it, but... Then I go and mend my ways. There's gear all over. Now, I use a couple sites, though. I'll use, like, Garland Tools or I'll use even Ariella. If you type in, like, an, a lower, like, I'm not looking for level 70 gear. I need to know what to wear at 65. You might have to search for it. Or XIVDB helps you sort through what gear you can get easily. So if if you've got Poetics, usually you can just go get the... Uh, Whatever that set's called that you get from Mordona. Or no, no, we're up to the ones you get from, uh, at 60, you get the stuff from, uh, Idleshire. So you can wear that for a really long time. So that's what I've, I've been doing is kind of like making sure I have a set of that. Then I level to 61 and then just running the dungeons over and over again. So you always get a piece of gear when you leave the dungeon. And you might get lucky and get several pieces of gear. So that's what I've been doing. But it still sometimes makes you the weakest link anyway, because everybody else is just doing their roulette and they're already 70. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, slowly but surely, I'll get there. Uh, a lot of beasts tried dailies, and I, I did. I even went and did a couple of fates 
just a ding. And I don't even really usually do fates, but. It's good for the muscle memory, though, especially if you're leveling a job. Because I found on Bard, and I'm not as far as you. I think I, I stalled at 63. Uh, just getting the rotation of the songs down. There's a lot going on, like rotate the songs, keep my dots up, do this do this thing, here's all mm-hmm. my procs, are my songs still up, are my dots still up? So there's a lot of muscle memory that has to go into it and just getting a feel for what to do at the right time, like every job. Uh, but I, I like doing fates because at least for that basic stuff, I can practice hitting the procs. It's not the best way of learning a job but it at least gives you repeated use of abilities mm-hmm. over and over and over. It was nice because Ulf uh, then hopped onto his level, I don't know, 61 or 62 uh, Dark Knight, and uh, he just came and, like, you know, held the mobs. At least it was, it's it's hard to it's hard to fake grind on a ranged, you know, while, you know, everything's hitting you. <laughs> so that was nice having a tank. And my chocobo can tank, but I'd rather have it, on, uh, I usually put it on, you know, free or whatever. Do mm-hmm. so it, it'll like it'll heal me if I need healing or or whatever. I don't know how smart it is. I've never really quite figured that out. They're not that They're smart. Not that smart. They're okay though. <laughs> Chocobo regens really made the difference with the open world content, though for me half the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of chocobos, I I don't usually do chocobo racing, but Ulf always does as much of the challenge log every week as you can. So he always does three chocobo races and he always does, you know, whatever. And, uh, so for the last couple of weeks, I've hopped on and done one or two chocobo races. And then all of a sudden my chocobo is high enough to uh, retire. So I thought, well, I've never retired a chocobo before. So I retired him and then this, okay, the whole process is fucking confusing. The entire process is like, I had to go look up a guide. Maybe I'm just too dumb or maybe I didn't read what I'm supposed to do well enough or whatever, but it's when you're so far removed from, you know, who I dealt with even to get the chocobo in the first place, I I, I had a hard time. But then I, I managed to retire the chocobo and then do a covering and hatch out a new one. So I have a little girl racing chocobo now. So that was that was my first time doing it, and I the game maybe could be a little more helpful. Maybe make it a quest or something, but it's more like go talk to this NPC, find some sub menu option that will give you an item. It's it's confusing. I I don't think they do enough with chocobo racing. To be I forgot it was in this game. I'm still mad. Chocobo breeding, raising chocobos is a very minimalistic in this game and locked behind locked and you know married to chocobo racing Mm -hmm. i wish i could breed chocobos in our stables train them up i wish i could have a stable of my own chocobos i could you know stat one as a tanky kind or something i wish they would do more with the chocobos now and i'm even against you know having too many npc ais i'm not ready for trusts in this game right but mm. you know, I you know I'm from eleven. There was a chocobo raising. Other games, other Final Fantasy games had some pretty cool chocobo breeding and raising. You know, you know systems. I really think that it would be it would be cool if we had something here. But I think you make an excellent point. We we 
kind of missed a boat with the Ishgard stuff. We we found in 2.0 that Chocobos came from Ishgard. We weren't going to do a bunch of Chocobo stuff in 2.0. And then we get to Ishgard in 3.0, and there's like there's a nice like Chocobo area that's up there, but there's not a lot to it other than story quests and such. And I think they could separate that. It, it's nice that it's linked to Chocobo racing, but I think they could separate Chocobo breeding and even make a, a mini game that that nets you things. Like, why not raise them and then sell them to oh, the Chocobo yeah. stables? You know, for for gill or for I don't know other items. Maybe some of those silver or gold Chocobo feathers or something. Oh, I don't know. I would, oh, I don't that'd be nice game. to earn those. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's there's room for improvement there. I that would be a pretty neat game. Like bring that seven stuff over in that form. Maybe not so much where you breed it so you can ride it but breed it so that you get rewards based on you know black blue green gold uh chocobo and uh i don't know man that's a that's yeah i would i, I would play that i would, an email I would or something. play that mini game and then get, and uh, well i also if we're requesting chocobo things i want my chocobo hot and cold Oh my god. That's another mini game from Final Fantasy it's that just, is epic. You know, I, I, I now that I got these DPS cues, I have too much time on my hands and I think, oh, what can I do? <laughs> yeah, I could do Fates. Yeah, I can do Beastman Dailies, but you know, is there something else I could do with my, my time? God. It reminds me of a game I wish what is the name of that game? I think it's Final Fantasy Eleven. <laughs> Where you could use the chocobo to dig up those logs and all kinds of little cool stuff, ingots and things off the ground. You're like, oh shit, I got some good, good stuff right here. And it was an extra thing to ride your chocobo for. It was kind of a neat deal. Just saying. Yep, I, I feel like it's kind of an abandoned. Oh, I, I think I talked last week chocobo escorts, something. You know, this. It's underused in my mind. I just don't know if chocobo prostitution is the way we ought to go. <laughs> the, the red light chocobo district. No. All right. But that's that's pretty much my week. Uh, you can shoot the shit. Come to the website and let us know what you've been doing at www.gtffxiv.com. First round is news. Uh, the Feast Season 7 is ending soon. Competition has been fierce, but it's soon drawing to a conclusion. Actually, I think it's done. The final results will be announced on Tuesday, May 22nd. Updates to the ranking page are already ended. So that was on the 14th. It is the 15th as we record this. So uh, you can view the Feast rankings. So that's cool. Uh, Preseason matches for Season 8 will begin with 4.3. Details regarding the end of the preseason and the start of Season 8 will be announced in the future uh, via the Lodestone. What was your ranking at the end? Uh, Whatever... Null. It was null. Same as mine, yeah. I think. Not even zero. It was null. Divide by zero. Pro- programmers make it that joke. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> what we really care about is patch 4.3, Under the Moonlight. The trailer. The trailer's up, y'all. I'm not even going to read this. I think we're just going to watch this bad boy, right? We're going to watch it. Lord heal. <laughs> Who cares? So, stuff oh, happens. And in a week, we're going to play it. We're going to live it in real time. So, so count us oh. down. Oh yes, uh, let me let me get let me get my video where I need to have Push it. Even though we talked about it beforehand, yeah. I didn't have it rewound. I noticed that the other day. Let me let me just step back a bit. Mm-hmm. I was watching some video and they were talking about rewind, and I was like, "Why do we say rewind the video?" I like I know why we say rewind the <laughs> oh, video. Oh, they didn't know why you said rewind because it used to be 
an actual ribbon of magnetic tape <laughs> that you would physically rewind. You probably don't know why you needed a number two pencil if you had a cassette player either. Oh, I think I'm I know it was the, ca- the cassette deck in my car. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let us count down and watch this beautiful trailer. One, two, three. three. Play. Go. It's teen rated, y'all. <laughs> there's blood. Elka, there's booze. There's booze in this podcast, too. It's a lady. I can't. With no memory. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, it's very Ishgardian. The music is, well, no, is the I battle think music. That's, that, that screenshot right there, that is the next relic area. Oh, that's Pagos? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, eventually we're going to get to kick the ass of that little asshole kid. Uh, her her mm-hmm. brother, I hope. Right? Looks at the moon, mm-hmm. tear in her eye. It's raining. What is going it's on? Stormblood of the moon. Under the moonlight, I guess, is the patch name. So, Correct. Yeah. Garlean stuff. Something, something. Oh, and a tomb. Is that where... Uh, oh, What's his Easter. name was? What? Oh, sorry. Stormblood. <laughs> Zenos. Zenos. My favorite part. But it's alive and well, we know that. Yes. We got the pharaohs here. This is uh, Belias that they're fighting currently. So that is cool. Uh, and then this is not a it's job not stone. It's not a job Reddit. stone. It's a Taurus. Alright, or whatever, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's a robot. Ash, Rassler, and the Bonga. I like Bonga. Bad Bonga. I don't know why, but I like them a lot. It made me very happy. To see what This boss I remember from a game, but... Well, this one's in twelve as well. I think he starts with an H. I forget his name. Because it like just would Maybe like not. it would like wash out. It had a jar and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like how that you got to use the animation again, like in um, the other twenty four. Well, the Ozma guy yes. did make one of the fights. I bet that's his. <laughs> Ooh, was that an S scene? And now, and now, yeah, we're back in we're back in the new relic plays. Eureka! Hagos. This this trailer jumps around so much though. Yes. It really does. Uh, I think we're in a dungeon This is Four now? Lords. Oh, yeah. for, oh, now we're into Four Lords. Well, I think There's it's a mix. Moves. There's Four Lords, and it might be Dungeon as well mixed up here, because that looks like a dungeon boss. I don't know who these two people in this hologram are. Alpha knows all talking like, if you get me to the, the table, I, I I'll do good things. That's right. And then, a gorilla. Oh, oh. There's a deep dungeon. Deep dungeon. See, it's, and mm. it's jumping back to storyline. Yep. And a tomato. And not That was, it was a persimmon, I think. Oh. Mm. Zeno's apparently is glowy now. The way he was He's before. Very glowy. He was. I, was I hope we get twerp. to kill him so oh, much. Me too. Looks like a fight with him. I don't think that's us though. And he's like, "Don't kill me." Oh, we have alarms and explosions, so you know it's going to be oh. a good patch. And here's this guy. Mm, guns kill. No people kill. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we've got Gorsetsu. Oh, oh, and. This is uh, this is Eureka again, and then now we're back yeah. into. This is like montage of. It's very. Fighting. It's kind of a confusing patch trailer, to be honest, because usually they're like in. Oh, see yeah. that that Go right Setsu. there. Gosetsu yeah. takes a, a pretty hard hit. I'm at. I I'm think he really scared. dies this time. Do you think he really dies this time? I was kind of scared think he of that. Really does. Well, he he's got somebody's got to die. Well, this is, they said this is the end of this story arc. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they murder at least one person. Yeah, somebody's got to die. Because if somebody dies, you can't bring people back from the dead if you don't kill somebody else. <laughs> like this mofo right here mm-hmm. with the gun blade. Yeah. Gaius? Is I don't it know. Gaius? There's a lot of people thinking it's Gaius. 
But it's also mm. Ultimate Ultima or whatever. So That's right. And he was behind he all was that. He was behind all that. And you know, a lot of the bards, you know, minstrels ballads and stuff. I don't know what the story is for Ultimates, but a lot of them are just like flashbacks that are enhanced. It really isn't part of the story. Mm-hmm. So part of me is like, people are getting excited about guys, and I'm like, I don't want to dash your dreams. But part of me is kind of worried that really it's just flashing back to remember when guys did that shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Very possible. I'd be okay though. I, I would really be okay if more 1.0 characters came to the surface. Oh, me too. I mean, like, Gaius was kind of the poster child from 1.0 to 2.0, especially 2.0. He's on the box. Out of the bridge, yeah. So, it, it you know, I kind of I kind of feel that. I think, it, I think it'd be all right. I mean, this game's good about bringing people back, and then it's also good about not bringing certain people back. <laughs> uh, you know, Moon Burrito, rest in peace. We'll introduce something, someone who's really cool, and then we'll kill her. A patch later. Mm-hmm. Uh, we barely, we hardly was... knew ye. <laughs> uh, there was also one thing I want to mention at the end of the trailer. There is a voice when the Gaius quote unquote person appears, and it goes, "Oh dear." And I've heard that voice before. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds very familiar. It sounds a lot like Gideon Emery, in my opinion. It sounds a lot like Balthier. So that's kind of odd. I don't know if they would bring Gideon Emery back to voice Balthier when he voiced uh, Uriange. Uh, but you know, it's, it's Final Fantasy. They, you know. Well, this is, but this is not back. just Final Fantasy. This is fan service Final Fantasy. Exactly. Um, fan service. So I don't know. The jury's still out on that. Jury's out on if that's Gaius or not. The jury's out if Balthier appears. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say, but I'm excited. At least it, it got me hungry mm-hmm. to, uh, expect some stuff. I wasn't like overjoyed with everything I saw and stuff, but there's enough that, I'm like, ah, this is good. Unfortunately, it's not all coming at the same time. Well, I, I was going to touch on that in a second, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, first, first, uh, they did update the special site. So there's mm-hmm. there is a special site that I think the only thing that's glowing right now is the the four lords was uh, side story quests with Genbu, and you can see Biaka in the background. So. I assume we're getting a new primal fight for this, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Getting so. sexy ass in this picture. Mm, oh, baby. Tight buns. Mm, he works out. <laughs> Work that ass out. Work that ass. I think everything else in here was, uh, I think we already talked about. Yeah, that's on the special site. Yeah, yeah I didn't see too much. Like, uh, I think we talked about custom deliveries and dome and reconstruction, bits and pieces across. There are some kind of cool screenshots like i like this doman reconstruction screenshot mm-hmm. because it does show uh the UI, how the little right? the ui yes. is different and what the expectation what they what they want uh so that's that's kind of neat i love little ui tweaks it gets me excited about it for sure i honestly when i first when somebody first mentioned doman reconstruction i scratched my head and i'm like what is that and where it took me a little while and I think it was seeing one of these screenshots with one of these buildings, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I remember that place." Nothing makes you go back to it, though. It's so very, mm-hmm. e- it's very easy to forget that that was even a thing. So, all right, then uh, the big news, of course, uh, that the trailer was all a part of the letter from the producer live part forty four. 
Producer Live 44 Part 2. So uh, that was on Friday morning at the pre-dawn here in Minnesota anyway. I I, I I did not watch it, but I was glued to Reddit threads and other sites that were kind of condensing and translating. I, yeah, I read the tweets. Guys, I'm still not really in favor of this whole distributing the info via some tweets. It's much easier to link to a forum thread and share that and go back to it versus scrolling around trying to find tweets. That's just my How many feedback. tweets did we even get this time? Was it five one of those? or six? It was not, uh, it was yeah. not many. I closed on tweet, Twitter because I read it when I'm podcasting and then, you know, I don't talk. But anyway, let's see. But I mean, I, I get it. It's like five, five tweets for, I think it was a lot of information. I mean, I mean, this isn't expansion level information, but this is it was quite a bit. Plus, you had the interview uh, that comes at the end of it, um, and I just it, like I even went to Reddit and pulled up some stuff prior to the podcast. I was like, where is all the information? Thank God that the Reddit Discord has uh, a ton of good information. So thank you to all mm. uh, that that do the translations and, and are on top of it. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's really, that's where I ended up going. I went to Reddit during the day because it's not blocked at work. And then I scrolled through all the uh, Reddit Discord stuff. Uh, I got some stuff from, uh, you know, the Blue Garter, you know, forum and stuff too. There's always some good translations there. But I wanted screen caps, right? Because I, I, I can't understand the live letter since I don't speak the Japanese. So I like, you know, I, I want one. Well, I was the other reason I'm upset about the tweets was they did not contain all the relevant screen caps, right? There were slides that were not documented. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna lean a bit on the Reddit Final Fantasy 14 Discord when we talk about this. But uh, we we know the date of the patch. It's uh, May 22nd. That's a week from the day we're recording. So yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a 24 hour maintenance, so don't expect to play. It's going to be hardware maintenance also. So that's, that's why it's going to take so long. The first slide talks about, well, now we've seen some of this already. We're getting new main scenario quests, new side quests, including the four lords, even further Hildebrand adventures. Oh, wait, no, we're not. That's patch 4.35. Mm-hmm. We're getting new beast tribe quests, the Naz- Namazu. Cute. Uh, we're getting new side quests, Domain Reconstruction. So the Domain Reconstruction is going to be a new system implemented that will involve buying stuff from NPCs and selling stuff to NPCs. So you're basically going to be doing some sort of eco- economics kind of trading minigame or something. I don't know. I like I like the I like the idea behind mm-hmm. that. I, I, I want to see it in action. But again, going back to that UI, it looks like, hey, give me X number of ingots or will you buy X number of ingots and trade it to this guy? So it gives the crafters more things to do. It's it's another thing like the fashion report. So we think, oh, fashion report. Cool. I get to dress up. That's eh, not all to it. There's crafters making shitloads of money. And there's gatherers going, I can gather the stuff for you crafters. Mm-hmm. It's helping the economy as a whole. This is another avenue for gatherers and crafters to say, what's hot this week? Oh, yeah. I, I'm still dying about that one post I saw somewhere that was like, people keep undercutting me. I'm trying to sell this X, Y, or Z. And last week it was selling for you know 300K and now it's selling for 10K. They're like, quit undercutting me. And it's like, bitch, that was what was 
the gold star for, you know, the fashion report. No wonder. Flavor of the week. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So. I'm hoping they'll be, you know, because we know we're, we're getting the crafting and gathering stuff Nazimu, right? So yeah. this is not probably, I mean, maybe you can craft stuff. I don't know if these are real items or items specially for this content or what it'll be, but, uh, and I'm hoping, what I'm really hoping is it delivers some, some more story, right? Because that's really, you know, it's not going to have any meaningful gear upgrades or anything like that. It's really going to be about the story for me anyway. Mm-hmm. So what else do we got? One new instance dungeon. I think this is the patch we're only getting one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Swallow's Compass is the name of that. And which, again, I was a little tickled when I saw it in the uh, Astrologian quests when I leveled that. Oh, yeah. We're getting a new mystery trial. What are you putting your money on? What do you think it Ooh, is? You, you know, I'm still, leaning, I'm still leaning toward... Um, uh, What's her face? Forgotten memory girl. Mm. Uh, oh, fighting her or having her transform into something. To, to Amar- Amaratsu or whatever the name. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm terrible. My memory's terrible tonight. <laughs> but but I think something. Ha- I think there's going to be something with that little mirror. She's looking up at the mm. moon. The memories rush back to her, and I think maybe she sees Grosetsu die or something. And then it's like, well, she did my step on his is- face, didn't she? Uh, that when that's when that that other guy. I don't. I don't remember. know. I know, I don't she, know she stepped in someone's face. Is all. I Maybe remember. they got kinky on that little <laughs> desert island when they were all alone a couple patches <sighs> back, and then she sees him die. Pulls a for those into the Final Fantasy VIII weird kind of lore. I love the uh, the idea that Ultimacio was originally Renoa. Yes, it's mm. not proven or whatever, yeah. but Renoa's night squall dies and then she becomes Ultimacia. Well, so in this, maybe she sees Gosetsu die or something happens and then she's like, the rage fills me and now I'm a demon goddess. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the other one that seems probably too obvious to be true is they showed what's his face coming back. My brain just oh. shut off. Zenos. Yeah, Zenos, right? That's what they did for our one of our ooh, we're gonna have a primal and it was Nidog that we already killed. But Nidog mm-hmm. was back, so is it Zenos is back? I'm gonna be a little crabby if that's what it is, honestly. I'm like seriously. because yeah, I because I'm with you. I think the Nidhog not Nidhog, um Shinrayu. To me, that's almost like reliving that fight. Like what are you gonna bring me with Zenos? Yeah. That last fight in the dungeon? expert mode i like i don't know i'm not feeling that at all and it's uh yatsuyu that's the name i can't remember oh yeah yeah so uh all right so some mystery primal i do respect that they're trying to hold something close to their chest and i'm really glad i have the day off because you know some asshole in the first four hours of the game is going to post spoilers everywhere they can Mm -hmm. and i will kick you from the free company if it's you anyway we have a new alliance raid. We know it returned to Ivalice. The Ritterana Lighthouse, I know I'm... Now, 24 mans have not usually been my jam, but as I get more stuff to level cap, I find that I want gear for more classes, jobs. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. You're looking forward to fighting everybody for that gear. Well, oh, my God. And, and you mean everybody, right? Right. Everybody. I can be on my healer in the fucking tank and steal the drop that I queued up because I wanted it. We'll see it later, I, but there's some good-looking gear that comes out of this. I'm, yeah, I'm still bitter that I'm not going to get any of it, and I'll probably get mad and not do it anymore. 
Or it'll be such a clusterfuck of evil that no one will want to run it. There's people in our free company already trying to line up group runs across the data center. And it's they're like, it's going to be a disaster. Come with me. <laughs> and I get it. Agreed. All right. We're getting a new deep dungeon. We knew that. Heaven on high. Oh, wait. We're not getting that on Tuesday. It's 4.35. Mm. Forbidden Land Eureka. Oh, wait. 4.36. Hmm. New extreme difficulty content. The second challenge is the weapons refrain ultimate... Oh, wait, that's 4.31, hmm. which I think is not long after. I think they only said it was like a week or two, right? Yeah, did they shorten it to a week it, this time? It was like really – it was it, – it, it, I remember it seemed odd how close it was going to be, but uh, – I wonder how soon this one will be beaten. I know they said this was no easier, but it was going to be shorter. Shorter still could mean easy because it's less steps, right? less steps well, in the fatigue, dance that you have right? to memorize. Because you fight fatigue and rerunning – and I know some of us who have, you know, done fights where you have to get through phases one, two, and three to even start practicing for. It it is exhausting. So mm-hmm. I don't know. They've done kind of like soft resets though, where okay, as long as it's, you're in here and no one leaves, you can keep fighting Neo X Death. That's true. So maybe maybe it's more like that. I don't know how. Uh... The Coil of Bahamut Ultimate is like in that regard. I feel like you have to do the whole dance. However, I read some tweets today. Now, these are people who beat it a a while back. Uh, We're doing it in Party Finder, and uh, with the right setup, you you can get it. Uh, And this was without call-outs, without – Oh, shit, uh, really? really? Yeah, but now, of course, these are going to be people who have been doing it for some time and know it. But it is now potentially – Party finder a bull if you get the you know get some people who have been to that last phase or something else. So it's not going to be too terribly long. It might be by the end of the expansion that people are going to be like, yeah, this is some party finder content. Mm. I still never killed Neo X Death, so I need to go back in there and do that. I want that mount really bad. Sounds cool. <laughs> All right, and we're getting job adjustments. I think there's more information on those in somewhere else. We'll talk about that. Let's see. All right. We also have PvP updates. The Feast HUD is adjusted. The Crystal Tower Training Grounds map has been revised. Frontline, there's going to be a daily campaign rotation. Is is that something so you can queue up, or what is that? My guess is that it's uh, something that uh, allows you to queue up a little bit easier. When you queue up for it, it puts the front lines in a separate rotation that says, like, today it's going to be this, tomorrow Mm, it's going to be this. Uh, We'll see. Glamour system updates. Items converted into glamours can be reclaimed. That's nice. I've been fearful. Well, I went and did it, but I've been a little fearful about submitting some of my stuff to my glamour dresser in fear that I, you know, can't get it back out. But What, those $18 demon wings you got? (sighs) No. A cold day in hell. Okay. <laughs> Adventurer squadron unit appearance can be changed via the glamour dresser. That's cute. I kind of. I'm actually looking for. They better damn well put the gla- a glamour dresser in there or something then, or let me. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. But I. I like dressing up. You're going to like dressing up your dudes. Oh no no! I I like the idea, but when you said that, it made me think. Ooh, am I going to have to make the plate at the inn? And then walk in there, uh-huh. apply the plate, walk out. Because I've got eight guys. Mm-hmm. Do I have to make eight plates? I'm not going to do that because Uh-oh. I already have six of them full. I might make two to four of them and then have to come back and da-da-da. But, you know, 
this is a work in progress. At some point, they're probably going to allow us to save more plates. They're probably going to do other things, add those dressers in new areas, finally let us build them at mm-hmm. some point. I bet that's a 5.0 thing. Let us build them and put them in the, in the house. I would like that sooner rather than later. I knew I, I'm okay with them holding off because I really think some of that is server stress. I think some of that's sure. everyone has to run to the in-room and then in that instance, they can all do their stuff. And then later it's like, well, if all of us can just like go to the free company house, well, we would do it more or something. So I, I don't know. I think we'll get, I think we'll get it before 5.0, but we'll see. All right. I know I'm excited. Performance action updates. Woohoo. Hmm. Blow that flute. I've screwed around a little bit with performance actions, but it's just really not my jam. Yeah, I fooled around a little bit with it, but it wasn't for me. <laughs> I tried to make that as sexual as possible. Oh, okay. uh, You know, it's, it does look cool. There are new woodwinds, and they're working on new stuff for for these events, uh, for these stage performances, for all these cool creative stuff, it, that is awesome. Um, you're, you're listening to the limit of my creativity <laughs> right now. So so this is not my kind of content. I love, though, on my Twitter feed when I see somebody doing Battle on the Big Bridge oh, yeah, yeah. or the themes to stuff. I am extremely impressed by those things. So it's it's neat. And I'm also not one of those people that are like – you're wasting development Well, I time. hope they're not wasting a ton of man hours on this, but I, I assume they're not. <laughs> I would think not. Because I, honestly, I would rather have more shit that battle-focused people want to do to better their character than I'm going to do some music. I'm not hating on it either. It is fun. It is cool. It is kind of neat when you walk into a like Ralgar's Reach and like three people are like playing some song or whatever, but I, I've never actually seen it. I've only heard of it. I I never even see anyone do this other than to like switch like hit like three buttons and then switch back off of Bard and go queue up for a dungeon. Limsa, go to Limsa. <laughs> Limsa's a ghost town. Wherever I go, there I don't know. Uh, Hawker's Alley. Go to Hawker's Alley. <laughs> All right, we're having housing updates. Uh, the only housing update is apparently message books added. Now they, it's my understanding they demoed this during the live letter. It's a there are two pieces of there are two um pieces of furniture. One's an outdoor piece of furniture that looks really bizarre, and there's an uh, inside the house piece of furniture that looks I thought kind of cool. I might want just that decoratively, uh, where you can you know record your message. I don't know how universal this is, but I know when I was a kid, this is this is Yelta going back thirty years when she used to go to her grandma's cabin up north in Brainerd. And uh, we would spend the weekend and grandma had a guest book and my mom every time made all three of us girls write grandma and grandpa some sort of message in the, in the book about how much fun we had that weekend. So that's, that's where my brain goes when I see this. So, uh, but you know, I think that this, the in game, it's, you know, you can say, wow, your house rocks or whatever, or why is there a heart bed in the basement with spotlights on it? You saw that today, right, well, Ruby? <laughs> well, um, there's a reason. There's a heart bed in the basement. That's why. <laughs> what else? Okay, so first of all, it sounds like you have to actually. I think I read you have to okay these messages to be shown publicly. So if someone comes in, and just types just a ton of like profane 
whatever, no one else is going to see that looking at the message book. I think you're correct. And I would like, I guess if it got out of control, I guess you could report the people who would do mm-hmm. something like that, you know, put a put a three and some equal signs and then a D, capital D at the end of it. <laughs> a little, a little like dashes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Semicolon. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's I think it's a kind of a neat thing though because you know now that more and more of us have housing it feels like it, it is kind of nice I think it would be kind of fun to be like oh I looked at your house and well people already do that they'll like put up some tweet they're like I was just at Yelta's house and she has nothing there and I'm like shut up leave me alone work in progress <laughs> work in progress hey I like my Norfolk Green Mugo house. Damn it. You have a house. You and Cinda have a house. I love our house. Yeah. Uh, we have a house in the mist on the beach. Uh, and it took us a little bit to get it going the way we wanted. I think for months it was like an empty basement and the top was just a bunch of junk. And then we finally got our shit together. I'll take that back. <laughs> Cinna did got- a lot of the work. <laughs> and then I come in and I like square up the edges of stuff and, and repaint and things like that. I, I'm the... I'm the guy that checks up on the stuff at the end of it. Does a you're just you're the inspector, okay? I'm the inspector. Or the fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you prefer. You're the housing fluffer. <laughs> that's that's great, housing <laughs> fluffer. I'm making a new rank in the free company. That's great, a house erector. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, we are getting some other additional updates. We're getting duty roulette normal raids. Hopefully, that will let people have a hope in fucking hell of queuing up for some of these raids they probably missed. New custom deliveries client, Karani, Karini, Kure, Kurenai, Kurene. She, he, or, oh, it's a she. She's our new custom deliveries person. That's awesome. I've been, uh, those are usually crafting and gathering gear, right? Yeah. Those custom deliveries. I keep forgetting to do anything for what's her name in Ralgar's Reach. I'm saving all that for this patch, in I fact. My my too. crafters are really far behind. They're well, they're sixties. Mine are like sixty. Oh. I have like one at sixty one, maybe one at sixty two. No, and it's good yeah. to be at sixty. If you don't have your crafters at sixty, I urge you, listener, at least get them to sixty. It's sometimes it's make or break it. You're in that dungeon and you go, Oh shit, I'm at ten percent on this gear. Uh, it's nice to be able to repair your own mm-hmm. gear. Sad that somebody else can't help you with that, but it's nice yeah. to be able to repair your own gear. Uh, and and I'm going to use this opportunity from 4.3 to uh, get these guys to 70 because you're going to want your people at 70 when the next expansion goes so you can repair that gear. But Maybe even so, because there's... they didn't even do that shit with the last one. I'm still mm. kind of stunned that you could repair everything at 70 with your crafters at 60. I'm still yeah. kind of grossed out by that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't I but there's other reasons. There's a lots of oh, like we were talking about fashion report, yeah. doing your own material, melding your own materia, uh, uh all this uh, this new stuff that allows you to do crafting and gathering. Uh it, you know, it's it's worth your time. I know Gil is almost worthless at times in this game other than just buying that hot new glamour on the auction house, but I'm hoping a lot of these things that uh affect the economy really really do boost the economy. I hope so, too. All right. Oh, cross. Whoops, I closed it. Cross world link shells are added. 
will be added. I'm, I am so, I talked about it last time. I'm so looking forward to that. I really, even our Nofocus Bosom Link show in the last like month has been dead. I'll be playing yeah. for like four hours and no one will type in it at all, including me. So I'm probably at fault, but you know, it's, it's sad. Well, today I was on and I looked at the, uh, free company list and like three of us had been on today at all. <laughs> Mm. Everybody else hadn't been on for like two days. We're waiting. All right, <laughs> we're waiting. Oh, and apparently you can you can you can uh, dress up the new girl once your bond with her reaches max. <laughs> All right, they talked about job adjustments, and so for this patch, seven jobs are going to be ad- uh, adjusted. Dark monk, ninja samurai, black mage, scholar, astrologian. I'm not sure we're going to cover all of this, but everything will be fairly minor at this point. They're not going to be doing, they're not going to like rework all of Dark Knight's issues. I know you have issues, Dark Knight's, and I'm sorry. It's my understanding that shit isn't fun. That used to be a fun job and they broke it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but, but Yoshida says he can't do it right now. It'd be like a six month redesign. So minor adjustments, mostly potency increases, eight changes to uh, Dark Knight, Plunge will be buffed, there's going to be shortened animations, Monk's going to be aligned with Samurai, it'll be more on like enmity adjustments. Samurai is getting a plain potency increase, there's going to be like, I don't know, five actions for Samurai will be buffed, and uh, there'll be a hate drop for that, for Samurai also. Black Mage, it's really teleports, right? So they can, you know, zip around. Black Mage is all about standing in your spot to get your cast off. So they're really going to do animation speed for between the lines and ethereal manipulation and stuff. No, no, like, potency stuff. It doesn't sound like. Mm. Scholar will have usability adjustments. Uh, Astrologian, it says damage cast speed increased. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's more cast speed, but uh, light speed MP will be reduced and the effect doubled. And expected hmm. Helios will be buffed. I'm, I'm really kind of curious. Not, uh, Astrologian is one of the most recent jobs I got to 70. So I'm kind of curious. Uh, I thought that job would be too hard for me to handle, but it's not bad if you've got a decent tank, which is probably true of like all the healers. <laughs> But if you have a terrible tank, it's dead anyway, and you're all fucked. So my, my biggest takeaways from this, uh, as far as Astrologian goes, uh, I think this is in line with a lot of things people have been saying with the clipping that occurs when you're trying to DPS as an Astrologian. The cast speed thing is great. Uh, the light speed thing is good. And... Uh, of course, the aspected Helios buff, I, I, I'm guessing that's probably still going to be in that scholar stance, the, the nocturnal. But we'll see. Maybe they'll do it for, for both sides. Um, I, I just think it's already pretty strong on the um, the light aspect. But we'll see. And then um, the dark thing, you know, that's probably going to be an expansion type redesign and god knows they'll probably do a lot of stuff when the expansion happens like they did uh, this time maybe not as epic but they'll be you know you got to shake it all up and and get everything fixed so they'll probably wait for that Uh, although we've seen things fixed in in the midterm 
I just don't think it'll be in that one. Uh, the Black Mage thing, I think what people really keep thinking is going to happen is some kind of buff that's going to be more more party-wide. And I guess people, if you want it, keep banging that gong. But I, I believe he had said in, a, in the previous live letter, in a previous interview, Yoshida speaking, that they, they don't plan on, on doing that for Black Mage. Uh, I guess that's, that's really it for me. I, everything else seemed all right. And there's not anything that I felt that they, uh, they missed. I don't think there was a job that was listed or that wasn't listed. And I'm like, well, they, well the, what, there, there are, are people, people of every job are like, well, what about me? And what about my blah, blah, blah? And I don't know. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Apparently, these are broken. <laughs> a, l- a lot of a lot of stuff is good enough, and I, I and some of them I think are going to need bigger rewrites. You you know they're already planning all of the new actions, all of the new passive skills for five point right? Sure. We're not we're not getting we're not getting big changes because it's, it's all going to change in I don't know two years anyway. Mm-hmm. So, all right. We are getting a new beast tribe. A new yeah. beast tribe quest. It's the Nazimu. They are adorable. I thought they were amazing. I part of me wasn't sure they were going to go with them for the beast tribe, but I am pleasantly surprised that they, that they did. So I also, hey, listen, I checked my mail and Yelta, you did not send me one of these plushies for my birthday. I also didn't get one of these plushies for Mother's Day, so. Ugh. Terrible. I know. They're, I saw them and I'm like, who do I have to kill to get one of those? But I didn't I didn't follow up. You didn't kill the person? No, can is there some can we buy these anywhere yet or at this pe- at this point I'd probably I, hold out for FanFest anyway. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. I th- aren't they crane yeah, the crane game. They're items. huge. I saw somebody on, on my Twitter timeline say, uh, don't give up hope because she went to a convention somewhere and found one of those ninja rabbit plushies. So I guess hit your local con <laughs> before terribly long. I don't know. Uh, there's some cons that happened in my neck of the woods over the summer too. One at the beginning, one at the end. I may check that one at the end and see if any of those, those plushies wash up there. Well, and for me, the uh, the local board local board game store I go to, honestly, oftentimes has stuff you'd have to special order from, you know, someone in Japan. So, I'm holding out hope. <laughs> so maybe they'll come. They're they're really big though. I kind I almost kind of wish they were little. Right? Yeah, like, I can I, see I, that. Like I'm not gonna put that on my desk at work. A little one I would, but but I like it. I love the big gold bell. I love the the empty look in their eyes. They they should come in a pot, right? <laughs> that would be a little adorable. pot that they can hop up. <laughs> all right, they're currently hug- they were like hu- hugging and and cuddling all of those. They are won by crane games and whatnot. So uh, they said demonstration time, but I don't even know what they showed us. Yeah, I think the major deal here, and this is something we reported on. I I, I caught a little wind of this uh, a few a few episodes back. There is a new aetherite in mm-hmm. Asm Step. Well, and and you know where the Nazimu all currently the the existing friendly tribe all hangs out is not even in this zone. Mm-hmm. 
right? So I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised that they, well, I know where this is on the map, looking at it, honestly. And yeah, that spot could have used something over there. Oh, absolutely. And I think we will go westward from Asm Step because if you look at the world map, there's an area that looks completely barren, like somebody shot a missile or something, <laughs> and there's a giant worm on the map in that area. And I think that's an area that we will see in the in the future. I don't know if that's a a four point X or a five point X thing, mm-hmm. but I think that's that's the road that direction. Also, where the Namazu are uh, in in uh, in game currently is really close to where that dome and enclave is. And it really yeah. wouldn't make a whole bunch of sense to be doing dome and enclave and then do, take a few steps to the north past the zone and then see the, the Namazu. So, uh, yeah, I can I can see why they, they moved the Namazu to this area. And we're getting, like, what's the theme? Aren't they doing, like, the it's theme Eastern? Is, the theme is adorable. They they want to do a Eastern-themed festival. So, oh. you know, that, so that sounds cute as hell to me. So, like, the last... The, the, the snake ladies were like, I want to have an adventurer's hub, uh, create a company of adventurers and a place for them to hang out. And, and uh, you know, she had to prove it to her mother. Spoilers. Hold the bridge. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, well, and I, and I really expected this beast tribe to be kind of a light and fun theme. In fact, the, the, when we did the Moogles, I was actually surprised how kind of, at times, a little bit dark and sad the story even got. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. I just see goldfish scooping. The Final <laughs> the Fantasy goldfish. Eleven goldfish oh, I scooping. I, I, that's, and this opens up for events in the future. Like if they want to do a, the summer event here or if they want to, to move some stuff out here, this might be a place that we start coming out to to do events in the future. Mm-hmm. No, that'd be fun. What if – well, here's the thing. They're never going to – Summerfest is back. No, they're never going to move the summer festival out here because you'd have to own the expansion. Oh, that's true. So far, they've never done that. In fact, I'd be super excited if they changed that. You know, I because I'm, I'm well, I'm a strong proponent of keep putting up the same events you had last year and the year before, but keep adding new ones, right? So if I was playing 2.0, or even 3.0, you know, I could do the 2.0 ones if I'm there. I could do the 3.1 3.0 ones when I'm there. I could do the 4.0 ones here. If I got that far, I. I really wish they would do like WoW did and there was like multiple things going on and every year you could have a chance to get, you know, the drops or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. Um, so it says this can be used as leveling your subclasses from 60 to 70. I thought though they said specifically crafting and gathering though, right? Mm-hmm. They showed the, uh, they showed the mount, which is, this litter, or this, it's like a shrine being carried around by a whole bunch of Nazimu. And I'm the only thing I'm sad about is it's another one that I'm just like hanging on for dear life at the edge. I feel like it should be like this sedan chair where I'm just like lounging and they're carrying me around. I don't, I don't know much about this as far as cultural stuff, but I... I looked at it. Looks like one of those funeral procession things to me. Am I? Am I? Am I? I don't. I don't know. It look. It looks funeral type to me. And in my mind, I look at this. I'm like, are they carrying a dead body? 
Oh, no. I'm interested in this. Very. It's adorable. Yeah. Super cute. And it can fly, and when it flies, it's ridiculous. I don't know what I think of that, but okay. New new music for it. Wow. Um, well, and eight little guys carry you around, so that's that's awesome. Oh, it'll be noisy. Okay. A lot of bells. Know. It's going to be... Is it a jingly? There's a lot of bells on it, so... All right, housing updates. This is where they showed us the guest message book, it says here. Mm-hmm. The first uh, slide I'm looking at, it's the inside one. That's our wallpaper, Ruby. That's the wallpaper it we is. have in our free company house. I like this little book. I think it just looks neat aesthetically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The outside one looks odd to me, though. Is there a picture of that one? No, there's not a picture in this list. But um, So, you know, you can put in messages and it says who the messages came from and when and whatever so it's fluff but it's i think it's cute all right we have some housing items this first one is so cute ruby oh, this little it. picnic set oh my god oh, oh there's two of them there's two of them there's a line down the middle this is two of those same yeah ones. they put two next to each other oh that is adorable and apparently this is from the contest winners oh, oh yep wow. yep the contest there, there's quite a few of you like scroll down. There's uh there's like there's there's the contest winner and and the detail in the basket oh of what the the food items are in there and uh, that is just so great. The one that really caught my eye when I was going through this is this kitchenette set. The countertop with the uh, oh, chopping board and the, been the range this for so and whatever. We've got oh. we've got like many homes. We've got these different stoves and stuff, and one is white because it's the stove that you could use to like up your cooking stuff i mm-hmm. guess but you can't but, dye it please make those dyeable yoshida oh, and what you make do? them extend their buff because jesus christ no one cares uh, that you can only do it but until you're level 40 or whatever the hell it is those are like rounded edges and they don't fit in the corners and all that and yeah if you had a giant kitchen made it an island or something or whatever else but they just aesthetically you've got this round stove and then a square stove with a giant pipe fucking thing sticking out of it this is functional like Mm -hmm. make the make the furniture functional you don't put shit in your house that's not functional typically Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah no it's cute and i love the next one the uh it's it's a broom in a bucket cool yeah it's cute uh the third one i don't don't know what i'm looking at here it's like a little what are those called it's a nightlight it's a little yurt that's a nightlight or something? It looks like it glows to me. Not yeah, sure about well, that. It, but... It's on a tabletop, so I don't really I don't really know what I'm looking at. When <gasps> I first looked at it, I was like, "What? It, this would be cool for a housing decoration, the outside housing decoration. And then it's like this little tabletop. Yeah, item, I was, I was yeah. kind of surprised by that. I love this next one, though. It's a little like, it looks like a Moogle and a Nazimu bento box or something. I don't know. Like, oh, steam, steamed. I'm assuming they're like steamed Buns or something. Nice. The picnic one is so cute. Let's see. I have to scroll down. Oh, you can put one of these gold saucer games in your house. I don't know why you would do this, but okay. You know, if they had other items that would feel like an arcade, I would be all about making a room oh, in the, like basement the basement or something. Yeah. An arcade or a top room or something like that. But to have the one item... 
I just what are you gonna do? Line up three of these and call it gold saucer junior? It's huge, right? There's not like a it's not like a little foosball table. It's like this giant full size. And we don't want this. We want the the tree chopping game and the mining game Mm. from one point oh. That's what Mm. I want in the house. Yeah. And make them little though. Make them scale them down. It's the home version one. That's That's right. And let's put like five of them in one room, a little arcade. I would put Ruby. I would totally put a tiny little arcade. We would put like a bar, a table and a couple chairs. We would put the jukebox and like five of these games. Yep. Set them to free play. And we just have a good time. Free play. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They also mentioned that June is gold saucer festival. That's always like, uh, so that's double. What do we get? Double NGP back. Ruby, I'm like at 800 or 900K. I may get, well, maybe I hold on till this event because they always hold on. I will never get that mount though. I'm never getting that million dollar mount because everything else comes out and I'm like, oh, I'll spend, I need that 800K chair. So here's your early warning listeners if you've got the company but if you're in a free company and you have the company buffs for the mgp that is the week you want to set your mgp Mm -hmm. buffs you want to rack up those mgp and in fact you probably got a little time if you've got one of those little things that make your own uh company buffs right the wheel ethereal wheels the level three is a 15 percent bonus where you know one's a five there's five and ten and then you 15 now i'm not sure about the mgp but but it is a level three it's tier three bonus so you want to get those things if you can but the tier two even so you get more mgp during a already bonus mgp period I probably they're like save your MGP for this game that you could put in your house, but I'm not going to. Mm-mm. All right, the weapons refrain. This is the ultimate. The weapons refrain ultimate. It's what's Ultima Ultimate. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to be a new uh, BGM. You start with Garuda. and then I don't know. It's a huge field. There's no. I don't know. I don't. I've never done an ultimate. Everything will kill you, it sounds like. You just die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you get Garuda and then Ifrit. I'm assuming you also get Titan. I think we saw Titan. Yes. Uh, they, As they said, or as we said earlier, it's shorter than Ultimate uh, Coil of Bahamut. It's only different in terms of direction. So hmm. It doesn't make it easier. They are very firm to point out so i don't like that they they off the bat say you might not like it you might prefer the like don't say that you're advertising it yeah, say this is I don't the know. shit this is good yeah, stuff i don't know i don't know are they already back paddling like don't do that and then one other thing there we have a screenshot here of I, is this gaius or is this ultima at the top but if it whatever ultima. this is this is a uh an outside because I mean, Garuda's outside or whatever. That little screenshot, quote unquote, of Gaius is outside. So, Yelta, you may be absolutely right. Gaius may be returning in a dream. I, I feel like, the- I feel like it's just going to be a f- cutscene that's like. La la la, I summoned this thing. Ha ha. Maybe that's your prize for beating it. You get to see Gaius's face, and that's you know whatever. Although they did say they didn't like to lock lore and stuff behind well, stuff. See, but, but if they it was still, just... They still lock little bits of lore behind things. If right? it was just Gaius's face putting the gun blade and saying, you know, the battle begins oh. or you got me. Uh, 
Okay, and here's your golden weapon. Yeah, I will never see the inside of any of these fights. I still haven't gone back to Coil and done the Savage ones just to get those titles, but I want the titles. Let's do it. I don't know. We should do that. And actually, I'm I'm ready. I don't have all the music from in there, and I don't have all of the possible glamour gear from there I want. I know I didn't actually finish. So, all right. Let's see. We have Heaven on High. Now, Heaven on High, that, that's one of the ones that's not actually coming Tuesday. Mm-mm. Right? What is this one? 3-5? It's, uh, I don't remember. 3-5, 3-6? It's a new deep dungeon. You can level from 61 and up. Also, you can acquire rewards, such as new weapons. For the more adventurous, it gets exciting at floor 31. Uh, so that's designed as the high-end challenge for fixed parties of one to four players. I like that. I feel like they really dragged it out with the initial deep dungeon. You have to do so much shit to get to where it actually means anything. Ah. The methods of obtaining the new weapon is the same as the previous deep dungeon. It's a hundred floors. The first 30 floors will have stories and leveling use. 31 and onwards will be a high level dungeon. I like it. Okay, so there are a hundred floors in all, one to thirty. It's the that will complete the entire scenario for that area. Thirty-one to a hundred is the high-end challenge, which is everything we just said. So okay, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to proceed from thirty, you have from thirty from thirty-one, you have to have cleared thirty mm-hmm. and have the same save data. I think that's and pretty your much party KO count must be zero. Ooh. That's okay though. Well, see, that's that's just that's the same as Deep Dungeon was before, mm-hmm. just a smaller, right? Less, hopefully, less time consuming. I still haven't gotten to floor two hundred. I I want to do it. What did but... you get to? Eighty five, eighty three. No, we got. I mean, one eighty three, one eighty five. Well, we got we got past one eighty, which is what defeated us earlier. And then I, what we really should have, Ruby, what we really should have done, is once we had done like one eighty. Maybe like the next floor or two, we should have been like, let's be done now. Because people started AFKing, people were getting fatigued. We had played all night. Uh, I think we would have gotten much further if we had gotten to 180 and been like, okay, we will regroup next week. Because mm-hmm. once you wipe, you got to start back at 100, huh? How does that work? I don't remember yeah. anymore. But you can't just remember. jump back into 180 no, and say No, you, you cannot just jump back in. And I'm okay with that. But I'm hoping that this is, I hope they learn their lesson that, you know, you can spend two hours doing something that's just boring as fuck to you to get to where you need to progress. Well, less is more because if if what they're saying here holds true and the randomness, remember that uh, Deep Dungeon is supposed to be the, the random show. There's supposed to be tons of random shit, but the pawmanders you get, the the types of enemies, the rooms, the, the rule set when you enter the room. All of those things are supposed to keep you on your toes. You don't need 200 floors of that to show you the whole thing unless – you got less random to deal with, which is the old incarnation. There, there's, there were mm-hmm. less things. The expectation then is there's going to be a lot more random here, and so your one through thirty playthrough will be different every time for the most part. You know, same elements, but a different mixture of it. And that your thirtieth one through one hundred 
will be this epic run of just fucked off randomness. And for that, I like it. I, I think I'm down. Well, you know, random within bounds, right? Sure. Okay, I, I don't. I don't want like, oh, you've spawned into this floor, and everything will one kill you. <laughs> I've been goofing Yelta with like uh, Commodore sixty four stuff lately, some emulation, mm-hmm. and I was reading some old reviews of a game I used to play called uh, Seamus. And in this game, I was looking at reviews for it. I loved this game when I was a kid. But one thing that this game would fucking do to you every time you'd walk into a room and you'd step on an enemy the enemy spawns Mm -hmm. right on the pixel that you're at and you instantly die now that didn't happen all the time but it was enough on a game that you only Mm -hmm. get three lives it's like are you kidding me so no randomness isn't good if it randoms and everybody's got a uh, submachine gun pointed at you with the trigger pulled as soon as you walk into the room yeah you need you need randomness with boundary with within reason randomness within reason or something i don't know it's it's not any fun to just spawn on a floor and be squashed now deep dungeon hasn't done that to us a whole lot usually it's fatigue usually it's bad planning usually it's you know one person i don't running into two things or whatever but uh I'm, i'm looking forward to this i actually quite enjoy deep dungeon i very much enjoy the rewards i get that i can sell i liked i liked the story i'm hoping that the you know the story i think didn't they say the story was told between one and 30 mm-hmm. that's right so 30 to 100 is where you get you're gonna get your actual upgrades now i have no i have no dream that the upgrade's going to be mattering for my main or my sub yeah and uh, i've already heard the woes that they are reskins of uh earlier items just just glowy these aren't i think there's some Uh, i I don't know if they were af weapons or if they were uh oh they might have been uh they might have been coil weapons it might have been high is it high allegan weapons that they reskinned it's something like oh. I don't know. I don't know. I just you don't do this for the weapons. This isn't really the point. This is if you do the catch up part, the one through thirty or whatever, and you get the weapon. The weapons aren't usually the point of this unless it's a catch up y kind of thing. And then even so, it's just you just get an extra glowy weapon. It's kind of a glamour thing. Um, mm-hmm. I want to touch on something you briefly said. The selling part. I think a big thing would be – and they do this to so much content. They don't let you sell items that you get. Let us sell some cool shit that happens between 31 and 100 and you will have more people line up to run 31 mm-hmm. through 100. It, drop me minions, chocobo bardings, hats, gear, whatever. Glamours especially. I, I'm actually against letting you know something that's powerful drop from this that you can sell. But music or minions or glamour gear, yes, go nuts. Hairstyles, oh my god, do you remember how we were all terrified? All us females especially were like, I haven't seen that hairstyle yet. I might have to spend 255,000 gil. And now you can't sell them for as much. Well, maybe now you can again because people weren't doing it now. But at some point... It was not even worth selling when the hairstyle hit your inventory. You're like, Ugh. all right, players will on occasion. You're going to obtain pomanders again. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Interrupt. Uses. Interruption. What? I could have swore they said it was going to be some completely Just new Just wait for thing. it. Okay. No, wait for okay. it. Okay. It's coming. Okay. It's coming. I, I think pomanders are staying. They're just adding more. Well, and okay, look at the screenshot, right? First of all, samurai 
Sprite is adorable. Mm-hmm. Did you I look at it mm-hmm. now? <laughs> it's it's adorable. Uh, so you have multiple palm enders. We obviously are getting the bags again. There's a bag with a zero. So we're getting hopefully profitable stuff. The bags to drop. are awesome and the, the mm-hmm. horde thing. The 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 mist. Yeah, so oh, the accursed good. horde stuff. Uh, the, these initial icons that I see here under special items, those look familiar, but I think you have to, you have to scroll down a little more, right? Mm-hmm. You won't be able to become a manticore, but it will be replaced with something else. Mm-hmm. So the three palm enders that can be used to transform into an enemy, enemy NPC will be removed. And they're giving us three more. Palm ender of incapacity, incapacity, whatever, applies in river, I can't read any of these. What does that word mean? Innervation. Uh, I, I think that's a uh, a debuff on all those enemies. And then you're getting palmeter of concealment. Uh, you will be rendered invisible to enemies and traps. Uh, but if you use any action or re- receiving damage from an enemy, it will be canceled. Oh, it's vanished. So that's your okay. that's that's your sneak and invisible, right? Yeah, yeah. And a pomander of petrification, which applies petrification to all enemies on that floor. Mmm, a little melusine nice. action, right? Mmm, it's a one-hit kill. That's amazing. And now we're getting uh, three NPCs. There will be allied NPCs in there. Now, mind you, all this whole thing from the screenshots has a very Eastern theme. There's a lot of autonomy, flooring, sliding screens, and that kind of thing. So uh, we're getting... Uh, three NPC allies. So there is the Komenu, Komenu, that will increase damage dealt by nearby players. Inugami, which decreases damage received by nearby players. And Siniri, which restores HP of nearby players over time. And these are existing minions in the <laughs> game. We have like the fat cat and the little dog and the little, uh, I don't remember what he is. I have him. Uh, so that's cute, right? Yeah. That's cute. Only, only missed opportunity here is you're going to have, like, the dog come in. Bring bring back uh, Final Fantasy VIII's uh, Renoa's dog. Bring bring him back to <laughs> attack enemies on the screen. That'd be cool. Yeah, you could, you could cry that it's a little lazy to use existing things, but... I'm not crying. I think that's... I think nah. this... It, this, again, you know, going back to my Palmander comment, these are neat systems, you know? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with Palmanders whatsoever, other than being able to use them before in other, other content when it was, when they broke that. Remember that? Oh, no, that, see, un- unintended. Unintended. Know. Don't use, uh, what's the, uh, Ungermax outside of content. Mm-hmm. All right, Primal Summoning, though, mm. will be in, uh, in Heaven on High, players may use certain magicite to call forth primals, which will use their powers to defeat all enemies on a given floor. I'm, I'm, I feel like the free company summoning we were supposed to get six years ago, <laughs> they announced it. They're like, no. So it will be done in the classic Final Fantasy summoning style. And just, you know, I'm assuming you get one of these. You decide the floor is full of too many patrolling assholes, and you just say, wipe the floor and run. I like that, though, because if you see Ifrit come out big with the green balls come around you like a real summoner, he shows up, he's like two to three times your height, he does hellfire, and then everything's gone. And I would love Mm -hmm. to keep it just those six pure ones. That's what I want to see. Ifrit, Garuda, Shiva... Titan, 
Leviathan, Leviathan and Ramu. Ramu. That's that's how I want to see mm-hmm. it. Well, Magicite acquisition, you will on occasion be getting them from Silver Coppers. And you can have three at a time. The usage is uh, Magicite in your possession will be in the character info window in where they can be used. And it looks like they, they have three different ones. So I think you can have one of each is what it really means. Hmm. I'm not I'm not entirely sure. So uh, you cannot stack Magicites. You can only have one at a time of each type, I'm assuming, right? It looks like there's a Garuda. That, to me, looks like Ifrit, Titan, and Garuda. That's what you got, yep, the, the, the three. Right? Mm-hmm. But there's space for six, just in case. Well, and I like this next comment. They're adding those to silver boxes to stop people from not opening them once they're 99. Oh, thank you. That is one of my biggest problems with Deep Dungeon is you have so many groups that randomly queue into it that have different goals. Mm. I might want to level up my weapon. You just want to get through as fast as possible, whatever. Or maybe I want to be getting... Uh, the treasures, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I like that they saw there's an issue and they're trying to do something to, uh, I don't know. It's back to it. incentive for mm-hmm. different different walks, different strokes in the world. It takes different strokes to rule the world. Yes, it does. <laughs> so to me, this again, this is that incentive issue that says – you don't put the right incentive in a type of content, everybody is going to zerg it. Mm. They're going to just run through and do the most efficient thing possible. Cough, Eureka, cough. And Yoshida is like, why is everybody running through the end of the labyrinth of the ancient, not enjoying and smelling the flowers? Because once something is beaten or we figure out the easy way or the fast way to do it, we do that. So if people are skipping chests, they're going to continue to skip chests so they can get to that last thing and be done with it and refresh it. But if you incentivize what's happening in those silver chests, you have a reason to stop and smell the roses. If Labyrinth of the Ancients had silver chests on the way up, you might have had people stop next to you, Yoshida, and, you know, shake your hand and walk with you to the top. But no, we run. We want to run. All right, rewards. Players can obtain weapons via the following method. You can enhance gear within Heaven on High. You can exchange 10 points of strength for a unique token. Mm. You can given an ex- exchange a given number of tokens for a weapon. I think this means you can run it on whatever class you or job you want and get weapons for other jobs uh you know and and in a way i think this was wasn't this the case before like whatever job you were on and you talked to the npc you got that weapon how however that's a little convoluted because it's scary like what if i'm on the wrong job and i talk to the guy or whatever the token system is always a winner in my book if you can exchange x tokens pick it from the list it gives a little box are you sure you want the cane you sure you want the wand yes done and then it gives you it gives you uh, ways to do that. I know strength always was converted into it, but uh, this 
I know it maybe I, I, I want to say streamlined even though it's not because it's a token instead of just exchanging the strength right out. Uh, but I, I think it makes less mistakes. Happen, yeah, it, it makes right? more sense to me to do it this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I didn't like talking to that NPC and being like, yes, please convert my weapon into real weapon. Done. It's like, oh. And I'm super happy that they put in yellow here. As of patch 4.3, the Palace of the Dead will be updated to utilize the system. Mm-hmm. So, yay. And it also says minions, mounts, and other special items can be obtained in exchange for pot shirts found in Heaven on High, as well as from the Accursed Horde. So I don't mind them combining those systems. No, I don't mind either. I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. So... All right, they they did a demonstration. He queued in. I don't know how boring this is. Uh, they did. They started. It's all an Eastern theme. It looks like uh, the palace. So mm-hmm. I don't know. The the, the uh, screenshots from this don't do much for me. So let's just move. Yeah, on. the only one that <laughs> that tickled my fancy was one time he logged in or he he spun to a room and it was just a giant open room, which makes me think enemy rush or are they just like coming out of the mm. the woodwork to attack you and you got to clear the room out of all the stuff. I know the clearing the room is kind of the point to some degree, but to to just spawn in one room and like. You got the you got the exit right there, but you can't do it because all the enemies are coming and it's just wave and wave. I I if it's like that, I've been waiting for something to just shoot me waves. Boss of, rush, right? Yeah, I want waves of enemies to come and see if we survive it. Uh, we do get to see. It looks like the black mage weapon. It's this flaming cane. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Uh, they went on to performance actions. They make a stick and hold a flute. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and there's five different flutey types. Yeah, oboe, piccolo, clarinet, flute, and pan flutes. I see. I played the clarinet in real life, so I don't know if that fits my immersion in this game. But will we have Peruvian pan flute pan people flutes. in all the cities? I don't. Know. Maybe so. Um, let's see. Uh, they're, they're adding some accessibility stuff. This, we've been asking for this shit for a long time. I'm not colorblind, but I know, I know several people in real life who are, and these, these changes are going to make a lot of difference. Uh, they, the, the, the first one that I can, and I, I can only, I can't read Japanese, but they're letting them reskin the hit points, magic points, TP, CP, and GP bars. That's, that's great. But, you know, I really, I'm hoping this includes, like, AOE indicators, because that's the shit that I keep hearing about. To me, I'm what I'm, I'm gathering is that it is a complete color shift that you can set mm-hmm. so that your entire screen and all of the elements are shifted one way or the other. So my expectation is that the AOE will also be changed as well as everything else that's that same orange color would be changed on your screen for you. If they do well, they yeah. do state yeah. on here you can't individually change anything. So I think it's just Oh, a, you can just shift the spectrum. I think one you're way just changing the, the spectrum around uh and this game has gotten awards upon awards for uh, compatibility and helping those with disabilities uh, be able to see. This game is fantastic in that regard. So 
I, I, yeah, even though I'm not colorblind, I think this is an important step and a really great thing that they do. Yeah, this game tries really hard to be accessible to everyone, and that's like not just skill levels, but in real life, you know, visual or, you know, I, I've read a lot of things about one-handed people who can make this game work for them, and that's amazing to me. That's They can play at the same level as everyone else because they can reassign so many things. And uh, I know that there was that whole, there, there's a mode in, in there right now. It shows you the sounds, right? I used that on Leviathan, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Do you remember learning Leviathan and you couldn't see which side of the ship he was facing? Exactly. But if you turned on that accessibility option, I could see, even if I couldn't quite hear it in my ears, maybe I'm deaf. I don't know. But I couldn't, I couldn't hear the splash but I could see it and I knew which way to run and I wasn't holding my team back. And I really think this game does a really good job about letting everybody play together happily. And the the whole colorblindness thing has caused a lot of pain for a lot of people. And some games just don't budge to do anything about it. And I, I, I'm super happy about this change. All right, PvP. The Feast Regional Championship 2018 Esports. is coming, right? So uh, let's see. They're going to be doing a championship for each of the fan festivals, North America, Europe, and Japan. They're going to have preliminaries and semifinals. So that all the preliminaries all start in early July. So that's a little bit ways up. Go practice, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's time now if you wanted to, like, practice. Uh, semifinals are to be decided... The champions within each data center. Uh, all eligible members from the top teams from the semifinals are invited to the fan festival. And Square Enus will cover all travel, lodging, and ticket costs. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So uh, the finals will be at the fan festivals, Las Vegas, Paris, and Tokyo. And each of the regional champions are to receive a prize. There's going to be uh, additional information about the rules, regulations, and whatnot on the Lodestone and live broadcasts. So. I talked to my Cinna, my wife, about this a lot, and she really thinks Yoshida wants to get into the esports stuff. Oh no, he he is he is hot and heavy about the esports thing, and I I don't really see it for this battle game. royale. They'd have to have that's what they got. They'd do. have to have. Oh no, bat see see Battle Royale is so popular right oh, now. I know. It is insanely popular and I I have no personal interest in it, but you know, I could see them very easily doing a feast mode. Fortnite I, the Price, Feast. I, God, oh my god, see you said nah. it. I I bought Fortnite to do the save the world stuff and that's the stuff I wanted to do. And then, you know, as you go along, they ignored that. Oh, does that even get experience. updates now? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I I might re. I really would like to finish the story, and I never did. But uh, then you know the PvP but you version. Can play against Thanos in the battle royale. I'm not trying to shit on the game. It's making a lot of <laughs> making a lot of streamers money oh, right now. And you know, and I'm and I'm I'm happy for that. But I, as someone who doesn't give a rat's ass about PvP. And I'm not hating on PvPers, but that ain't my game. I bought a PvE game. This is this is when I start worrying about what Yoshida's vision is for the game. Mm-hmm. Because if Carrot 
on the stick or, you know, he, he sees uh, a shiny and that shiny is we can do some kind of Japanese esports, some kind of make a little league or do something with it. I, I, I would get real worried that resources are put into the wrong thing, especially with PvP when they just have – they made it and then they kind of like unmake things and they do it and then they unmake that one and then they – you know, what what iteration mm-hmm. of PvP are we at this time? I just don't want to see too, too many resources in this kind of thing. Now, that being said <coughs> – excuse me. If this stuff is just for fun, shits and giggles to get people uh, motivated, I'm all for it. When we were at FanFest, Joe Never Fails, great guy, great streamer, who has since said fuck 14 uh, as far as the PvP stuff goes because he's, he's kind of done with it. It's it's boring and dead. He's been mm, playing other okay. stuff. Um, they, he, they did a PvP tourney, and I think that was fun. I think that was a, a nice filler. It was a cool thing to do. And if they keep it on that level – that's fun. Maybe they're just trying to get people hungry to get involved with it so it's even bigger at the next fan fest. What I don't really want to see is trying to push some kind of league or making this too, too much bigger and then it falling flat because the PvP elements just aren't fast-paced enough and it's not fun enough and the communication issues and, you know, for PvP... You see these Overwatch leagues, like for for e, for esports mm-hmm. stuff, Overwatch League. And what do you see about Overwatch League mostly? Such and such dropped this word and got banned, or so and so groped some teenager and got see, banned. I, I and- do I do not need this game to get press time because someone was mean to a twelve year old girl or someone dropped the end bomb. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't. That's not why I want. First of all. And I'm going to be clear here. I bought Final Fantasy XIV 1.0. I pre-ordered that shit because I was looking for an MMORPG. Mm-hmm. A PvE MMORPG. I am not really hurt that they put a PvP in it. I've done PvP activities. I'm super, super ungodly grateful that PvP is completely separate from PvE down to you don't even have the same skills. Mm-hmm. So I think they, they, they got all of that right. Oh, agreed. Completely. And they've been, you know, they've been playing and experimenting with making PvP better, more fun. Uh, it's arguably less fun right now because of some of the changes they made. But uh, I think they need to do like two things to make, well, maybe three. First of all, they need some sort of gateway drug to PvP. They need to somehow suck in those people who are like, well, I'd PvP, but I don't know how to do it. There's no Hall of the Novice for PvP. There's no... And maybe there is, but it, it doesn't it's tell It's come you. to the Wolves' Den and stand on this part of the pier and, and fight your friend. That That's it. Yeah, so there's, there's, first of all, there's not, I don't think there's a, here's how we seduce you into PvP, which hurts my soul because this entire fucking game is, you like Final Fantasy, you're scared of MMOs, but try this. And they really, in fact, they handhold you so much in the PvE world that PvE MMO players quit before level 25 because it was too fucking boring. 
I don't feel like we have that same path to PvP greatness. And then, you know, and then, I, you know, I've been yelled at because I queued up for the wrong thing. That also does not help your PvP game. Mm-mm. And, and they, yeah, and then also they need more modes for both the casual and the experienced ranked PvPers. Yeah, there's a, there's a few things that I think would need to happen before you would have any kind of solid attempt of trying to make this an esports type game. Uh, when talking to my wife about it, she's like, have you queued up for that other deal? You know, the big one with all the robots and stuff. She's like, it's huge. There's people everywhere. Why is that map so big? Why do they make everything with so much space? Make a three on three or a five on five or a 10 on 10 little mini thing that lasts five minutes and you get in, you get out or whatever else and you're, and you're done. I, you know, I, again, I don't PvP. I, I want a listener to come in and say, Ruby, you were completely fucking wrong and here's why. Oh no, I would love to someone say, come in and say, Yelta, you're, you've got the wrong idea completely and here's why. I've, I've been that person for other games. Right? I've been that person who's like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do in ARC. I really don't understand. Or I don't know what I'm supposed to do in Minecraft. I don't know what I'm supposed to do in Stardew Valley. Whatever. Different games. And I, and I could be like, okay, first, well, okay, Sea of Thieves is the greatest, uh, one for me. People come in there thinking they're gonna play this. People think it's an MMORPG mm. with PvP, PvP, uh, you know, tendencies. But for some, it's a murder simulator. Uh, and you know, for other people who are like, oh, I just lost, it, it, I just lost all my two hours worth of digging up treasure chests. And then you have to explain to them that it's really not about the destination. It's about the journey and how, you know, you have to treat it like a party game where I'm going to go in and do 45 minutes of something and then sell my loot. But people play for three hours and they get mad that someone sinks them. People don't want to hear that shit. They want the prize at the end. They might be playing it wrong. They want the shiny at the end. But, you know, but there are things you can do, uh, mental adjustments to what it really means to play this game. And I, I sometimes don't think PvP sells itself well enough. That and we need a fucking fun mode that you get to drive around in machines. I really think that's one of the things that's, I love the PvP mode in WoW where I get to drive, or my, well, I think Kariri would drive the machine and I would shoot from the back of it. <laughs> you know? There are PvP modes that are fun. Uh, Battle Royale. I'd really, I'm surprised, I'm completely shocked, honestly, that there is not a Battle Royale version, a PUBG or a Fortnite version of, you know, the shrinking map and there can be, it's the Highlander. There can be only one. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I could believe Yoshida sat at a table going, how about that Battle Royale? And everybody going, oh my God, can we focus on something? I don't I just don't want to see them spread like a shotgun shot everywhere trying to get on whatever the next bandwagon is and mm. that's my fear with the esports thing don't get bandwagony Yeah yeah but don't well and don't abandon your PvE players who bought this for an MMORPG Yeah Ugh. I don't know I'm crabby I'm not crabby PvP's in the game don't get me wrong that is not even my issue I am super happy PvP is actually in the game because, you know, it gives a whole nother, you know, 
draw point to people who I'm like, oh, come play. And they're like, is there PvP? And I'm like, yes, but it's self-contained and it's kind of a neat system and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. Listeners, come tell us how bad Yelta and my opinions are. (laughs) No, and I know my opinions are not super popular with everyone. And I would like to hear some feedback because maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of, maybe I'm trying to play Sea of Thieves in a marathon session and crying when someone thinks my, you know, my little shit. Become a bot. You PvP better. I might PvP better as a bot. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, I do, I do hope they do some fun PvP stuff. I, it is kind of cute to me that they're like, we'll, we'll, we'll send you to FanFest and give you a hotel room and come PvP. I will watch it and we will probably cover it. We will probably talk about it. And we will probably all cheer at the winning team. We, we cheered last time it was on the big screen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we high-fived people we knew, gave hugs. Let's see, uh, the Ritterano Lighthouse. Ivalice. Ivalice. This is when they were uh, interviewing part two, right, of the of the live letter, mm-hmm. uh, Yasumi Matsuno, and he did the Final Fantasy twelve stuff, and uh, this is the part I'm looking forward to, yo, this is the reason I'm playing Final mm-hmm. Fantasy twelve. I know. And they don't want to give us a bunch of spoilers, but I can already tell you that this looks... Not this first beat shot, but this secret screenshot with the words that they weren't supposed to show. Uh, this looks <laughs> a lot like the outside, the Ritterana cataract, <clears throat> excuse me, prior to entering the lighthouse. I don't know that they show us much inside the lighthouse here, at probably within the, the trailer, uh, but what we get here is some outside shots i will tell you though that this uh, this boss here and again i forget the name of the guy carrying the the water pitcher starts with an h or an m or something Mm. uh behind him is a giant golden door uh again if you followed me on twitter i took some screenshots of this door yesterday or last night and uh this is how ash enters in final fantasy 12 how ash enters the um uh the lighthouse uh, there's like a plaque on the right side when you get to the door that's written by the dynast king that tells uh what the purpose of and for final fantasy 12 lore if you don't know um the sun crist there's a giant crystal that's somewhere in here uh lady ash has a sword that she has two swords one that could destroy the crystal and one that can cut a chunk off of the crystal and she gets her own uh orocyte uh nephocyte in the game and she can conquer the world herself so does she choose to destroy the the power that she seeks or will she use the power and rule the world herself what lore will yoshida take from this <laughs> and put into final oh, yeah. fantasy 14 i yeah I don't know. <laughs> you weren't supposed. That was rhetorical. You didn't have to answer that question. Oh, Yelta. okay. That, that okay. wasn't posted. Because like I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get that. I didn't get that far in the game. I am. I am super looking forward to this. I. I, I want my gear. I want more. You know, there is. There is story. There is lore behind all of these. Some of the fights are fun. Some of them are frustrating. Uh, there's a lot of no shit. There I was stories about the twenty four mans because it's it's really interesting to be like I. It, it was terrible and we all died. It, that's know. the fun part in a way. Yes, I've been frustrated. I even think during 4.1 I got mad at the third or fourth wipe we had on that second boss just getting into it the first time and 
Ruby, calm your shit. Calm your tits, right, Yelta? Calm my tits. Calm your tits. Don't get so worked up when you wipe three times the first time that you go into something that's brand new. But uh, that's part of the fun of bringing your sub job, the job that you don't main on because you get a little bit of spicy action on some of your like, oh, shit, what's that button? Us North American players and our poor performance in in 24-man raids. Uh, yeah, I went through this, I looked through this part just because of the 12 stuff that I liked, and I'm just, I'm really excited about this stuff. I liked what he said as far as, like, some of these interview questions and things. I know we'll kind of skim mm-hmm. through and, and talk about some of these, yeah. but, uh, uh, definitely the last question I was, I was very happy about. All right, so where, so where are we? Ivalized is tactics, and we're down around. Oh, what's that? Were you talking about the gear? Yeah. yeah, some of this is kind of almost rehashy. I feel like we've heard some of this mm-hmm. before about it being yeah. about tactics and the original story or where that what direction they wanted to go with it. And then they did like they 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 showed a lot of back end stuff for tactics, but yeah, I think the gear is like a huge pull for me onto this. This first screenshot of the gear. Uh somebody went back and they looked at it in comparison with Delita's armor, and I think it is almost identical except that you can't see the banding on the chest. There's, there should be leather X, leather leather bands. Yes, I saw that tweet where they're like, no, it should look like this. It made me sad. Mm-hmm. Here it is. And, you know, well, here's the thing. It kind of kills me that we we they've told us and we know where the inspiration came from and then they like go into left field this little lalafell this little this she looks like a blacksmith yes. that's a blacksmith apron and fuck you i don't know what that is yeah i don't know what the, what machinist route or something the they were going boy with needed that. a fucking you know corset i don't know yeah it looked like the one in between almost is it's tactics-y but i could almost go with a pinello sort of thing but it's not tight enough for her and 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 that's where i go with like okay delita gear here's some tactics gear here's some tactics and vaughn gear like wait you went from tactics to the 12 and i get that (laughs) it is evilly's tactics 12 tactics advance whatever but like then make a tactic set of gear, make a 12 set of gear and make – unless they're just really trying to spread it out. But I was looking forward to maybe some more 12 type gear because if you're showing me Vaughn's type gear right here, uh, which almost feels a little Balthier to me as well. Uh, give mm-hmm. us a Balthier set, full set. Give us the, the – give us Bosch's with the different colored patterns on the mm-hmm. front. Um I fully expected a full 12 rollout with this. I don't know. I was kind of surprised by the gear sets. Hmm. And then they, there's, there's many, many slides about tactics, which, which makes me, I don't know. I didn't play a ton of tactics, but it seemed all about positioning. So is positioning going to be a big deal? Will there be elevations? Will you be using your gimbal? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my goodness! So th- there's a lot of questions. Yeah, here. I love. What's that last question that I like? Where is that? Oh, what? Uh, well, yeah. What do you want to tell Yoshi P? Was that the one? Eureka improvements. He wants Yoshi P to improve oh, on Eureka's aspect, God. where the players can track their other party members if they get too far away, and focus on quality of life improvements. 
Yoshida feels pressured. Yoshimi-san uh, says he's looking uh, from them a player's point of view, so deal with it. Uh, oh, and there was another one that I loved in here, and they asked him, what would you bring back if you had anything that you could bring to Final Fantasy fourteen? And he said, uh, I, if he was asked to restore Elemental System in fourteen, he'd do it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, and again, I've been preaching since sequence break, right? The elemental system doesn't have to be uh, a thousand DPS. It can be like I did fifty versus thirty DPS. I, I, it, it, it just needs to make a difference. I miss so much stuff about eleven. How elemental uh, buffs and debuffs, and how I could, as a, I don't remember what class, I could like shield us towards water when we're fighting fish. Make it, make it so, because we're not that dumb. They're so afraid to break stuff, and and, the, and Eureka is that place that you can break. The, and I still think they went too soft with the Eureka. They could have mm-hmm. gone. No, I expect I expected that to mean more. The elemental I'm, wheel, I'm yes. I'm bitter about that. Yeah, I can, I I can like do an entire five hour a night Eureka party and not even bother with my wheel, mm. and it's lame. Yep. No, I was just going to mention one more thing about Eureka, and uh, mm. we had a, we'll cover it quickly with fan mail, but I want a real level sync. I want to be able to say, I'm level 20, my husband's level 3. Let me play with him in a meaningful way. That's all. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Final Fantasy Festival. Oh, they talked about dates and venues. Uh, Paris, February 2nd and 3rd, next year. Oh, uh, in the U.S., it's going to be in November, 15, 16, 17. I have taken many days before and many days after for me to drive down to fucking Las Vegas, so. And Japan is March 23rd and 24th. I can't wait. Oh, I know. What I'm really scared about is, do you remember like last year or the last time I I could not get through to buy fucking tickets? I had to send you screenshots of my credit card. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for all that other shit you bought me too. (laughs) Don't check your statement. Don't check your statement. Oh my goodness. That that's just wrong though. If I can't on my phone and between my phone and my computer, actually. Buy a fucking ticket for two. That's broken as fuck. Okay. I'm going regardless. Oh, and well, that's, ticket, that's what I'm Wolf going. said. He's like, we will break in. He's like, we will be like ninjaing up the wall. And we will, we will drive down there and break in. We'll be like printing fake badges. Whatever. Someone hook me up. I have a printer in the trunk of my car. Hook you up, man. <laughs> 50 bucks. All right. Oh, let's see. There is a... Oh, let's see. What is this? Oh, E3. That's coming soonish. Uh, June 12th through the 14th. Square Enix will be there from Monday, June 11th. There's going to be a letter from the producer live at E3 on Tuesday the 12th. And there will be a battle challenge against the new Primal in 4.3. Oh, I like this screenshot where everybody's holding up a T-shirt. Oh, Jesus Christ. I I knew we were not going to get away tonight without talking about fucking T-shirts. T-shirt 14 podcast right here. And order big ones because Mama's a big girl. Jesus Christ. Let's see. Oh, Eorzean Symphony. 
Los mm. Angeles and Dortmund, Germany, uh, June 15th in LA and in August in Germany. I'm jealous. There's some, there's mm-hmm. something going on late this year, late in the fall in Minneapolis. I have to go look. It's some Final Fantasy something. Ooh. Yeah, I probably have to go. There is a Hollywood red carpet cosplay walk. I haven't even read about this. What uh, is this? Is this is some sort well. of. Oh, it's for the concert attendees on the 16th. You're going to have to have a ticket to attend, and there's some sort of cosplay walk. Hmm. 14 getting out there. Mm hmm. Oh, the next question was about tacos. I mean, any food you want to implement in 14, since you did one food last time and it looked delicious. Maybe an ethnic type food, something very ethnic. Maybe something from Thalvin. Yeah. That, yeah, that is yeah, those tacos, uh, right? veterinarian tacos we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mama needs... I'm, I'm, I, I've, I've been part of Taco Party for five years, so... Amen, sister. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a fete in Kyoto in July in Kyoto Prefecture. There's no entry fee, but it is invitation only. And there's going to be more information on the lodestone. Oh, Primal's, Primal's uh, CD. My husband cannot wait. We have both pre-ordered our own CDs. This shit needs to, to come to our house. It's in May, late May, though. We're getting there. It's good. And mm-hmm. a new soundtrack, Stormblood soundtrack yes. coming soon. I was excited about this. This, you know, I, I'll probably pay fifty dollars for a soundtrack. And oh, this one gives an in-game item. Okay, full, 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 like t- real talk here. I bought the fucking Shiva statue because I needed that emote. It came today. We all knew you would. I must. I must said. We all knew you would. Yelta. Put it right next to the Odin. It's it okay. is right next to the Odin currently. In my mother's nice hutch that she gave me. It's fully backlit and looks amazing. No, Shiva, the Shiva statue looks really good. The Odin one, it's cool looking, but it's not like, ooh, what is that? But the Shiva one is kind of, my husband's like, a really huge box came for you today. And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, oh, well, I have a Shiva statue coming. But he's like, well, yeah, but like five Shiva statues could come in this box. And I'm like, well, we'll see. I got home. It was my Shiva statue. Her, She's got so much stuff coming out behind her that she has like this giant, it's, it's a really big statue. And it looks good. I'm, I may put that like front and center in my hutch, so... I don't even do figurines that much. I have like I have like a strong bad knitted doll someone gave me, and like I have Odin, and I have like Nidog, and I have Zenos. It's hot though. <laughs> I'm sad. My mom had like my well, see like, but my mother had like her grandmother's doll and tiny cu- teacups from somewhere, and like little dolls from Alaska, like. And I have, like, I, video game figures. But there's nothing wrong with that because I had – I have a roommate or had a roommate. Great guy would have uh, all kinds of Final Fantasy and uh, Resident Evil figurines in the boxes. But he was classy about it. He had shelves. It, it looked really nice. And when you have a focus, it's it's really nice. Now, I've also been in homes that it was like – 
a, a thimble and then a shot glass and then a toy that they got from Kmart and then you know, it's like oh, okay all right but I I do really like the quality of these things. it's not for me I I don't have a glass shelf or anything my uh, uh, one of my in laws she loves these things I don't think she has the Final Fantasy ones but she has the glass cases keeps the uh, keeps the figurines in the glass case and. It's a beautiful thing, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that, Yelta. There is nothing wrong with your addiction to buying Final Fantasy XIV merchandise. And I really expected you to say that your husband came into the room and said, Hey, Yelta, I've got a huge package. Well, he didn't actually say that, but I think it was implied. Always. <laughs> All right, let's see, let's see. Oh, so advertisement for the primals and blah, blah, blah. I th- I think that's it. That was I pretty much the it. letter, right? They didn't try to, did they, I don't see they tried to sell us anything else. I'm shocked. Do we need to buy anything else? Oh, Demon wings and angel wings? I don't know. Fuck. I'm so broke. Okay. No, but we're supposed to get some, I saw a tweet about another horse from some other version of the Chinese or some version of the game. A horse was like a big. We'll save that for next week. I, we'll talk about it next week. Okay. Let's move on to what's on tap. Uh, we do have Moonlit Quality of Life updates. That's the developer's blog. Uh, we covered a little bit of this, but uh, one of the things people complain about is if you just like the tank rushed in or someone rushed in and you were still running in, uh, you can't get into the boss room because there's that force field. I get where the force field's there and I, I'm, I'm for the force field, but you know... They, they, they're made, apparently making it so if you've never been in the boss room, you can move immediately to the sealed area. I'm okay with that. Me too. They, they, they did make it though. So if you, if you went in there and like aggroed the boss and died, returned, it wouldn't let you in. I think you should be, uh, called out and laughed at if you did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, unique marker for pets this one's thrown me before when i I, when i'm tanking especially is everyone in and i see this blue dot outside of the room in the last room and i'm like ah they made it a little carrot or a little upside down carrot a little down arrow so a rook auto auto turret or or eggies are going to show up as a different marker so we will not be confused anymore whether everyone's in the room nice uh Enhanced achievement feature. When you log into the game, you're going to see a new achievements tab that will indicate any achievements you're about to complete. The feature will also indicate achievements that can be completed within the area as well, and it will be shown to you when you zone into those areas. Cute. The same feature will be applied to the achievements window, so you'll be able to check on them there as well. So that, that's okay. There are so many, at at first I was like, what? Do I really need to be told I need to do whatever in this zone? Because I don't use the recommended duties thing either because uh, I should, when I'm 65, I should know what I can do. But, you know, there are some achievements that it's hard to know whether or not the zone you're in would help you. If I can like run a little bit and hit a couple fates and clear the achievement, that's great. I'm going to tell you how this will help me. All of those achievements for botany 
and mining that say how many times you've hit in this zone before you get to the Mm -hmm. thing, you know, so you can unlock your golden weapons or whatever. There's some I'm probably like 100 away, 50 away, something. But then scrolling down and clicking each one, it'd be nice on the approaching completion if it shows, you know, like my top five or whatever. I can just chop those down and then it shows the next one. And then I can maybe better set my goals. This, again, I feel like Mm -hmm. is a kind of a boredom thing if you if you don't know it's good for new players but i think it's it's also for what the fuck do i do now oh no when you when you like warp back to an old zone you're like if you could be notified that oh you haven't done something here i'm in a triple triad mood oh i'm only two plays away from a random player to get kumite 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 you know mm-hmm. you kumite. know someone kumite i don't know what how to pronounce it <laughs> You did not watch enough karate movies in the eighties then. Um, I I I kind of almost wish. Well, I don't know. The challenge log, the weekly challenge log, kind of gives you the information anyway. But I don't know. Sometimes it would be nice to know: Am I ten away, or twenty away, or three away, or one one Q away from achieving? Some weekly goal. I, and I need daily and weekly goals because honestly, I, I'm not even rating Savage and whatever. So it's, it's nice to know if I log in, what, what should I be working on today? All right. This next change, I'm actually, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't run into this myself, I guess, or cared enough, but it is a big deal. Uh, uh, they're giving improved Savage content warnings. So if you are in a group and that, leader queues up for something that would fuck you out of gear from an earlier level or if it's a zero chest instead of the two chests that was advertised it would warn you that because that shit isn't fair if i'm if i'm gonna do some savage shit and i've joined a party that's we have a two chest and you join and then it's like zero chests it's like no no Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, there's already a warning, but apparently it's it's not it's not big enough or something. I don't know. Well, and if you join a party finder and the guy says something and it's not the truth, and then you ignore the original, the little warning, mm-hmm. uh, or, or this this existing warning, then you're gonna be mad. And then to have a big one, probably go, oh, hold on, you know, or or just as a reminder. I think it's just a nice well, reminder. If my, if my entire goal tonight was to try to loot any ring I can out of the first floor for that, you know, release. If we queue into the second floor, I'm now fucked the entire week. I can't go back and get the first floor. Yep. I'm I'm fucked. There and some of that to me is like, mm, the game's broken and why does it lock you out of shit? But at the same time it's like, well warn me so I don't do that. All right, the last icon, the last, the last topic is prioritizing again. Display for your own party members within Eureka. So they've played, they've played with display priority before, and some of that was because like the boss would disappear when there were like 143 people hitting it. They're now going to make it so you prioritize your your own party. So maybe I can cure you. That would be nice. So it's only going to apply to Eureka for now, but, you know, 
Well, that's not the that and like hunts are the only places it's really a big deal. Or when a new when it's a new expansion, some of the early fates make it a little hard. Right. I don't understand why it's not just hard coded in the game that the boss comes first, the ads come second, and me, my party, then everyone else. Somebody tried to explain this to me before that the hunts are done a different way than the way that the 24-man raids are done or something else. And it's I'm with you. It's like why would you – or or give it to the players. Let us set the – which which gives priority. Yeah. If it's all over the map, just give us the option to set which – how do we want to prioritize the, the stuff. And I, I don't think it's us overlooking some UI element. Obviously, no. there's things wrong because they're, they're going back and fixing it. And Eureka – I believe really spurred that up again, where people are going, "What the hell is going on? I can't oh, yeah. see." I shit. can't even. I can't even raise someone in my party list who is dead. That's not right. But so you know, they're they're they they continue to work on it. But you know, uh, they do have in red at the bottom. We were originally originally planning to apply the party member display prioritization to all areas. However, they found an issue. Blah blah blah. So it's only in Eureka. And they're very apologetic, but thank us for understanding. <laughs> so apparently it, it's not that easy. I'm a programmer. Some things that sound easy when you speak about it in English are like, I don't know how to tell the computer to do that. So I get it. It happens. But it would be nice if the prioritization was kind of universal, Really, you need to see yourself. You need to see the boss. You need to see your party before anything else. All right, that's it for that. Let's see. I think we have a uh, happy hour. We have a listener mail. Do you, want, do you want to read this bad boy? Yes, I will. Uh, we've got an email from Arash uh, who says... Hello, Yelta and Rubicon. I just needed to drop an email to you because I wanted to let you both know how much your efforts are appreciated. Thank you for continuing the podcast when others have quit. Thank you for keeping a great attitude while being funny, informative, and entertaining when others have turned to shock tactics. Thank you for being a companion when playing 14 or in transit or in the bath. Did I make it weird? I made it weird. It's, it's a little. It's a little weird, but as long as you're thinking about me, it's okay. And finally <laughs> Don't tell Il also kill you. <laughs> and finally, just thank you for being there, for giving us your time, inviting us into your circle, and sharing your stories and experiences with us. We hear you, we appreciate, we thank you. Hope my donation was helpful. I'm sorry it wasn't more. Wishing you'll continue this amazing podcast. As always, can't wait until the next episode. You're kindly a fan from the Middle East, Arash. Thank you, Arash. Thank you for your donation. Thank you to all of you who have uh, contributed, shared our tweets, shared our posts. Uh, follow Gelta and I on Twitter and comment to us. Send us emails. Thank you for donations. Just thank you for listening to us. We love it. Oh, for sure. The donation was sweet, but honestly, this email was sweeter. That the, the fact that someone appreciates what we do, they enjoy the show. You know, it's it's just it's just really fun. Anyone can sit there and read the news, and we try to pepper it through with our feedback, our opinions, our slant on things, and then we try to tell you what we did this week that we actually play the game. You know, and it's you know. We're we're not strong in all areas, and we we hope our listeners understand that. 
But, you know, you, fi- you find your people. And hopefully for some of our listeners, we are your people. I hope to hear from more of you. And I really, I really hope in the next, uh, in the patch, when we get the link shell wide, uh, or sorry, uh, data center wide link shells, we can start adding some people to a link shell and, 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 and do more things. I, you know, we're on, what are we on primal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really hope to like run more shit with people on primal and, and hang out and have more stories to tell. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for donating. We try not to make a big deal about the donate button, but it's, I don't know. It's, it's very exciting when someone sends us a buck. <laughs> it's like, oh. Well, I mean, we're getting closer to our goal every day. So, you know, again, we, we want to go to FanFest. So if you want to you help contribute, uh, be happy to accept your donation. I'm hoping to carry more equipment to FanFest this, this year and maybe do more like – I don't know, videos or audio or recordings in our rooms or whatever. And yeah, I don't want to promise too much, but what Mm -hmm. I want to promise is we will be there listening to the keynote, uh, sharing on Twitter, uh, all the, the experiences on the floor through the keynote, the, the different presentations, watching the PVP stuff, uh, joining in the battle, content and hopefully getting a shirt um uh talking about that merch line again and hopefully what changes they have uh the rio experience which uh as far as you know like the amenities and stuff i was like eh, but but i think that i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be good i i did really like the layout of the the rio uh when we uh, were there for the very first fan fest and um Again, like you said, Yelta, I, the laptops coming, the microphones coming. I want to do stuff like we did with uh, uh, Phoenix Down. Um, mm, I know so uh, fun. I know uh, my backlog battle wants to contribute. We talked to Alex on the floor uh, at the last one. Uh, there's lots of people that we want to just put our arms around, hug them, get a little sound bit, uh, talk to them on the floor, and share with you, listeners all the the cool experiences and if you go to fan fest you better fucking come say hi to oh us. well see at fan fest and i've done two now and i'm assuming it's not going to be different with the third i keep my twitter up so when we do our personal plugs you sign up for twitter that's how you're going to get a hold of us that day I don't know. Maybe we should launch a discord for fan fest or something but uh i, w- I want to meet everyone i can meet I, I'm shy as fuck for real, but I, I still would love to meet everyone I can meet. Look for the woman in the Spriggan hat. Okay. I'm not wearing the Spriggan hat. I'm going <gasps> to come up with something else. Well, I'm not wearing the crown. I think I'm, I've got something you, else. You, have, you already alluded to another plan. I need another plan now. All right. I think that's it. We we It's closing time. This <laughs> I don't know how this got so long tonight, guys, but it's closing time. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Personal plugs. Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. 
And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Altyazı